0: A Rhythm of Opposites Written and narrated by Matthew Chandler The Author's Note Welcome to A Rhythm of Opposites A new kind of storytelling A unique and special experience Thank you so much for listening The inspiration for this story began its drumbeat in my heart and soul 15 years ago It's been a long journey to get here So I truly, truly thank you for listening Full disclosure, this is not the easiest story to listen to. It is at times painful and haunting. It explores some difficult topics. Abuse, addiction, loss, tragedy. But it's also about love, faith, and family. In the end, that's exactly what this is. A love story. A different kind of love story. The kind we don't often hear or talk about. In that way, I believe this is also an important story to listen to. A Rhythm of Opposites is a fictional memoir, and for good reason. I want to respect and protect the people, places, and events the story is based on. As such, all names and locations have been changed, and you, as the listener, will have to decipher the parts of the story inspired by real life versus those born from imagination. It might just be a fun experiment. In the end, Eli Andrews is sharing a deeply personal and heartfelt story with you. My intention as the writer and narrator has always been to create a different and unique experience for you. As a result, I've incorporated several different artistic elements and hope to appeal to a variety of creative sensibilities. I've included music, poetry, theater, and other forms of storytelling. I've included visual artwork for the website and print copy as well. Photographs, paintings, and drawings... The story is also joined by a soundtrack, and the songs and music are meant to help tell Eli's story. A story to be sung, not just told. It was a collaboration with several talented and gracious musicians in my current hometown that brought you these beautiful songs. I am extremely proud of, and forever indebted to, all the artists who contributed to this project. A Rhythm of Opposites is meant to be more than just a tragic yet beautiful memoir about Eli and his family. It is meant for anyone who has loved someone and then lost them, either through death or circumstance. It's a story for anyone who has lost themselves, but always hoped for brighter days ahead. For any family member, for any friend, for anyone who's dealt with tragedy. This story is for you. And now, some stories start at the end. Sometimes the end is only the beginning. So close your eyes, open your heart, and imagine this is someone you know and love. It's time to have a conversation. The fifth act, the end or only the beginning. Dear diary, this is where it began. It's mom. Listen, I really need you right now. I need someone to talk to. Someone who will listen. Someone who understands what I'm going through. I'm so mad at your brother right now. I can't believe he did this. And after all we've done for him. I still love him. He's my son. And I'll always be by his side. But I'm so angry. I don't know what to do. And I really thought I could handle the kids not wanting to talk to me or see me. As long as the rest of the family got to have a relationship with them, I thought I would be okay. But when Kara called your dad and told him she doesn't want to speak to me, it broke my heart. I'm broken, Eli. It was a cold November morning. The weekend before Thanksgiving, to be precise and this was part of the heart-wrenching message I woke up to that morning. The room felt dark, and the air carried a soft-spoken bitterness, matching the tone of the words I had just listened to. The clock on my phone read 8.22 a.m. The message had been left at approximately 5.30 a.m., almost three hours before I had woken up. It was a Sunday morning after all, and this part of the Andrews family had been out late watching our favorite college football team lose yet another game the night before. Usually a slow riser, I suddenly felt half asleep and wide awake all at once. I knew there was more of the message coming, and I worried about the story it might tell. I could hear darkness in my mother's voice, like the blackness of night begging for light that may never come. Three hours of cold, bitter darkness. What would that time reveal, I wondered. I continued to listen to the sad song my mother sang. The kids hate me now. They think I didn't want to protect them. But if I had known the truth, I I would have done everything in my power to save them. Your brother lied to me. To all of us. He He told so many lies. Never thought he was capable of this. While I knew what the pain and suffering my mother expressed was all about, I didn't really understand it. Likely, I didn't think I ever would. And now I'm alone. Your father got called into work again. I don't think he realizes how bad I'm doing right now. I feel so alone, Eli. So unloved. This wasn't like my mom. These weren't things she would normally say. I've been thinking about killing myself. Just grabbing all of my pills and taking them. Maybe it would be better if I wasn't in the picture anymore. If everyone could move on without me. (laughs) I've never felt. I'm just so, so sad. Please call me,
1: Elijah. I need you.
0: I had never heard my mother utter a single word about suicide before, about feeling completely alone, completely unloved. In many ways, she had lived a hard life, even before all of this started, and still she had once found comfort and peace. She had found God and, for the first time in her life, true happiness and unconditional love. My mother was a woman of faith. She proudly wore that badge of honor. She wore her faith and her heart on her sleeve. Anybody who knew her could see that. I certainly could. She was perhaps the most faithful, strong believer I knew. Over the years, she'd even become known as the prayer warrior. I had often witnessed firsthand the way my mother's prayers delivered with the most sweet and sincere tears of love could move mountains for people. Her prayers wove their own threads of comfort and peace for others. They were like songs that could calm the greatest of storms. So, how could that person be talking about giving up? About not finding an answer and a way forward through her faith? How could my mom be talking about taking her own life? Saying she doesn't matter? That she's the problem? What happened? Well, there's a story. A story to be sung. Not just told. And I'm the one to do it. Dear Diary, Consider this our introduction. I wish we didn't have to meet this way. But now, I want to tell you everything. In fact, I feel I need to. a proper introduction dear diary i'm not sure if that's what i should even call you sorry i've never done this before do people still do this by the way write in a diary maybe they call it a journal instead i don't know i think i'd rather just call you a friend yeah that feels right dear friend That phone call is where it all began, but it's not where it would end. Not even close. So, for better or worse, I want to share my story with you. I hope you'll be kind enough to listen. I hope you'll find something valuable in it. I hope I'll find some peace in telling it. I promise to be open and honest with you, to tell you everything I can, to share my most personal experiences with you. My deepest thoughts and emotions. But I want to make it interesting for you, too. I don't want to bore you to death. So I'm going to include some other elements to make it worth your while. At least I hope they do. For example, I'm going to share some songs that have spoken to me over the years. Songs that have words and meaning that might just help with this story. I'm also going to include some pieces of artwork and poetry that might help as well. And I'm going to include some personal letters. Letters that I've written over the years, letters that have been written to me. You don't have to look or listen to any of this, of course, but I truly believe these things will help in both telling and understanding my story. Now, the first thing you should know is this was supposed to be a story about baseball and brotherhood. It was supposed to be a heroic story, a story about the most heroic person I'd ever known. It was supposed to be a happy story one with a happy ending i've been planning to tell it to you for years i was going to open a memory box of the greatest and most meaningful moments of my life and happily share each and every one of them with you i was going to make you laugh until you cried we were going to laugh and cry together we were going to get to know each other we were going to become more than friends we were going to become like family I was going to show you that through, and sometimes even in spite of some of life's greatest challenges, my brother and I made it. He and I knew what pain looked like, but we were going to end up on the other side of it. He and I were going to represent pleasure instead of pain. We were going to inspire you. We were going to make you laugh until you cried. We were going to become your family. We were going to be your hero. I can't tell that story now. Now my story has changed. Now it's not just a happy story with a happy little ending. Now it's about so much more. So, for better or worse, I'm going to tell you the whole story now. Dear friend, I hope you find something valuable in it. And I sure do hope I find some peace in telling it. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start with one of those songs I mentioned.
1: How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good times that made us laugh outweighed the bad. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. know is where we've been and what we have been through if we get to say goodbye To yesterday